This is Suno India Production. You can now listen to all our episodes on our Android and iPhone app. Download it now. Today December 1st is World AIDS Day. As per 2021 estimates, more than 24 lakh people in India live with HIV. AIDS may seem like a distant story, but an estimated 62,000 people in India get infected every year. Of these, about 15,000 are young people between the ages of 15 to 24. The HIV prevalence among the queer community is higher than the general population. Among those in the category of men having sex with men or MSM, the HIV prevalence is 2.69%. Among the transgender community, the prevalence is 3.14%. Hi, I am Surya Tapa Mukherjee. We are republishing this episode on how the HIV AIDS program is falling through the gaps. for the queer community particularly the young people in 2013 vishwas was diagnosed with hiv he was then about 14 years old a school student vishwas is an alias we are using as he would like to be anonymous test ka result bhi positive aaya and i was alone when i uh, मैं बिल्कुल अकेला था उस टाइम जिस टाइम में जिस टाइम एच हुआ था तो उस टाइम मैंने क्या सोचा था कि नहीं अब बस इनफ हो गया तो अब तो स्कूल कॉलेज सब खत्म अपने हाथों को ऐसे रखना है कि मतलब बिल्कुल कवरअप करके रखना है और किसी से मिलना नहीं है एक प्लेट में खाना भी नहीं खुद से अपने आप से खुद से डिस्क्रिमिनेशन कर लिया लाइक अगर कोई सुन लेगा या देख लेगा या फिर पता चल जाएगा उसको तो वो मेरे साथ मतलब क्या बिहेव करेगा ये सब चीजें थी विश्वास इज बाइसेक्शुअल and was having sexual relations with boys since he was in his teens he was being horribly bullied in school for being queer and wouldn't step out of his house during vacations as the news had reached his neighborhood around that same time he realized he had to get tested for hiv He heard about HIV and the risks of having unprotected sex in a sex education workshop organized by Kutum Foundation, an NGO that works with disadvantaged children. We had a workshop for a long time. Long time ago, at that time, I was very young. So, from there, I got a pamphlet. In that pamphlet, it was like this. 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 So, precautions actually work Hi I am Surya Tapa Mukherjee your host on this episode of Pride and Prejudice Pride and Prejudice is our series on all things LGBTQIA+ in India LGBTQIA stands for lesbian bisexual gay transgender queer intersex and asexual queer is used as an umbrella term for all of these identities 
Today we are looking at HIV intervention programs for the queer community and the need for these programs to be updated for the queers of today. The AIDS epidemic as it was called then now appears to be a thing of the past. In the late 80s, six sex workers from Chennai were the first to test positive for HIV in the country. India was forced to reckon with the HIV crisis then. The journey for LGBTQ rights in India began with the fight against AIDS. In 1991, the AIDS Bhedbhav Virodhi Andolan or ABVA published a report titled Less Than Gay, a citizen's report on the status of homosexuality in India. It was the first document to publicly demand queer rights in India. In 1994, a petition in the Delhi High Court by ABVA was the first to challenge Section 377 in court. It was understood that unless queer sexual activity was accepted and queer people were supported, HIV intervention in this community could not be successful. When the HIV AIDS movement had started, I was a child back then. Right? It started in in the 90s and uh, however the entire lgbtq movement the grassroots uh, mobilization whatever you see these days that is the gift of the hiv aids movement because hiv aids movement could actually secure the funding you know, like from uh, different funding agencies and mobilize community in the grassroots in the name of you know like uh, a target intervention project right Obhinobo is a policy researcher and a research fellow at the University of California Los Angeles. They are also the co-founder of Plexus India Foundation. Obhinobo, a gender queer person, focuses on the rights of LGBTQ people in all their work. In the first decade of the 2000s, the National AIDS Control Program started targeted intervention programs focusing on groups that were considered to be at higher risk of contracting HIV these included female sex workers men having sex with men or msm transgender people truckers and intravenous drug users nako with the support of international funding set up community based organizations these organizations were run by the members of these communities for these communities For instance in the queer community organizations the outreach workers and peer educators would themselves be from the community they knew where to reach out to others like them and educate them about safe sex regular testing and help hiv positive people to keep taking their medicines these organizations became a support group of sorts for the community where hiv positive people were not facing judgment for living their lives even when the government set up organizations for queer people it was reluctant to have mass media campaigns that the queer community could identify with most advertisements on hiv aids at the time focused on sexual relations between heterosexual men and women particularly with female sex workers ए मिर्ची बलबीर पाशा पेड़ सोगा क्या ए रेगुलर के पास जाएगा तो एड्स नहीं होएगा बिना कंडोम के भी ए रेगुलर के पास कंडोम काई को मांगता अरे रेगुलर सिर्फ बलबीर पाशा होएगा क्या 
उसके जैसे हजारों हैं जो रेगुलर होंगे एक लड़की के साथ अगर उनमें से एक हुआ ना तो सोच बलबीर पाशा का क्या होगा It was around this time that Firoz Khan was detected with HIV. He is now an openly gay HIV activist working with Alliance India. But in 2003 he was only 17 years old and did not know why he was attracted to men. At that point of time I was just uh, like 17 and half year old and don't know what to do but uh, my if my uh like desire my uh, my sexual orientation was different i was uh, uh, under the impression that i had like it's some mistake in my like in me only so that's why i i like this so there are lot of uh, misinformation was the internet was not available that point of time so lot of information it's only through person to person or from literature uh, so and uh, literature also is very like less available that time so it 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 was like very a scary situation and lot of my friends lot of my friends from my age only i seen a few of them are also diagnosed with hiv because they were not giving proper information the the stigma is very high the acceptance was was not there people are hiding themselves to to satisfy their biological need so nobody is expressing themselves they are not uh, accessing the like the preventive measure which is available but they don't know how to use uh, uh, use that information and also if they were a bit scared although they talked about hiv how hiv is spread but when it comes to the like uh, the sexual uh, root of uh, messages they only talked about uh, person to person so it's very like confusing because initially i was also under the impression that hiv is not spreading between men to men it's only spread between women to like uh, it's uh, like in opposite uh, side so i was also under that impression only and lot of information was were also not clear although the, they were talking about something but it was not clearly communicated despite these shortcomings the program still worked overall in the first decade of the new century the infection fell by 57% HIV testing and treatment is free in government hospitals and has reduced AIDS related deaths. But following the recession in 2008, the scenario has changed. By 2012, the foreign funding receded and there were severe budgetary constraints in NACO programs. The government which was supposed to take over the funding instead cut the budgets. Since then there has been a budget deficit in the program. With reduced funding for HIV intervention programs on one hand and with new social and technological developments for the queer community on the other hand, the progress made could be stalled. As per the 2017 HIV Sentinel surveillance, the national adult prevalence of HIV was about 0.22%, with about 21.4 lakhs people living with HIV. About 69,000 people die of AIDS-related illness. The HIV prevalence among the queer community is higher than the general population. Among those in the category of men having sex with men, the hiv prevalence is 
Among the transgender community, the prevalence is 3.14%. With Grindr and other dating apps, how does one communicate the practices of safe sex to the queer community? Obhinobo explains how these HIV intervention programs have become increasingly inadequate over the years. See, now the HIV AIDS program, whatever we see uh, these days, haven't been upgraded. Huh? I mean, like if I'm talking about the LGBTQ or the MSM, uh, I mean, like men who have sex with men or the transgender, that particular target intervention, these target intervention programs have been developed in the year of 2001 or in the early uh, 2000, that uh, decade, right? Uh, but then there's a massive shift in how people are looking at technology or how people are using technology to satisfy some of their like some of the sexual needs. Back then there was no platform, there was no online platform to find sexual partners. So the regular cruising spots like the the cruising spots you see in the cities, you know, like some of the cinema halls, some of the theaters, some of the public toilets. These were the places where uh, people used to go to pick up their sexual partners, right? And if you are somebody who is into these HIV AIDS intervention programs, if you know that okay, these are the places where you can go and speak to people and maybe educate them about, you know, like the safer practices and all this stuff, that you could have done. And that was a definitely not an easy job. But then once you map all the choosing spots and, and once you map where you know, like MSM, I mean, like those men having sex with men, so uh, queer male-bodied individuals or transgender individuals or gay, bisexual men, you know, like all the hijras, where they go for, uh, like, uh, for cruising, for, for sexual activities or uh, picking up people, you, once you map them, that then the job is fairly easy for you. And then since it's a physical meeting, so you are actually meeting somebody physically. You can see the individual, you know, like in front of you, the individual can also see you in front of them. So the conversation, you know, like was, you know, like to start or to initiate, initiate the conversation was fairly easy. Now things have moved from the physical spaces to online spaces. These days you have Grindr, you have like uh, different forms of online platforms. I'm talking about, again, the uh, like the gay men, the MSM, the transgender women, you know, like that part of, uh, that part of the uh, community. So now you have Grindr, you have Blued, you have different other uh, platform, uh, platforms to, you know, like just log in and to invite people at your place, if you have place for sexual activities, right? This is becoming impossible to track people because you don't know whether, I mean, first of all, the people, the, the profiles you see on these online spaces are mostly fake. They are not the real photos. They are not the real phone numbers. They're also not the real names, etc. right? So it's impossible to meet people 
then to educate them. On the other hand, Feroz says that the government program has very little awareness about the extent of the queer population in the first place, let alone reaching out to them. The mapping of uh, of our uh, whole health system it it it's a big problematic for me. I'll give you one example. I I am working with a various state, and is one of the state uh, I visited. I'm I'm giving the union. So we went and uh, talked about Jammu and Kashmir. So Jammu and Kashmir State Control Society is working across countries. They are implementing a targeted intervention program in the city of Jammu. So I asked them, what is the population size of MSM and transgender in Jammu city? So they said 200. So I was shocked actually. So I was also working with one of the dating app at that time. Uh, so that dating app has a uh, has provided uh, some support. So we asked them, so what is the uh, population registered uh, in that dating app, particularly in the Jammu uh, metropolitan cities? They said 7,000 active users. So look at the numbers. So in terms of they are working only with the 200 uh, population and all the estimation, all the instances has been uh, taken from this population. And the other uh, and we have a 7,000 of active users who by and large are not getting any services from the government system. These people mostly taking uh, services uh, if they are taking it from the private sector. There are some NGOs working with HIV who send out safe sex awareness messages on these dating apps. However, Obinobo says it is not an effective strategy. Now there are some programs which, you know, like sends broadcasting message to all members of these online apps, online platforms that you know, like HIV is, is still a thing. You must take safer sexual practices very seriously, etc. But then when you go to these online spaces to, you know, like to have random sexual intercourse or affair with a random unknown individual, do you really think that you have the time or the energy or the intention to read those messages which is being broadcasted to you? Because you are not going there to uh, to, to know about HIVs. You are rather going there to find a sexual partner and to have a quick sexual session. At the time Vishwas was detected with HIV, same-gender relations were still a criminal offence. He was bullied horribly in school for being different. In class 10, he had sex with another boy from his school who recorded it and spread it around. स्कूल में तो मेरे एग्जाम्स आने ही वाले थे सो उस टाइम ही एमएमएस क्लिक का कुछ हुआ था सो उसके कुछ टाइम बाद ही स्कूल एग्जाम्स हुए और स्कूल एग्जाम्स के बाद स्कूल्स की छुट्टियां पड़ गई और वो एमएमएस मेरे घर के आसपास भी लीक हुआ था कुछ लोगों को पता चला था तो फिर मैंने क्या करा था कि मैं दो महीने अपने घर से बाहर नहीं निकला था एंड इनफैक्ट मेरे घर जो था उसमें सिर्फ एक बेडरूम और एक किचन था 
ठीक है इतना बड़ा मेरा घर था और मैं पूरे दो महीने घर से बाहर में निकला था समर वेकेशन में और मैं क्या करता था कि अगर मुझे शॉप पे जाना है ना तो पहले मैं मतलब डोर ओपन करके देखता था कि कोई आसपास तो नहीं है वो मुझे देख तो नहीं लेगा For people like Vishwas, being queer in the society he lives in is a nightmarish ordeal. His father supported his family of six with a modest municipality job. Vishwas grew up living with his whole family in a one-bedroom kitchen apartment. After the MMS leak, for his entire summer vacation, he stayed locked inside his tiny apartment as the video had spread to his neighborhood too. So for a young adolescent who is exploring his sexuality in a heavily stigmatized environment while being persecuted and with little access to resources when he is able to have sex and experience intimacy safe practices may not feature among his priorities on top of this everyday persecution the hiv diagnosis was too big a blow for vishwas he stopped going to school altogether and also stopped going for his routine checkups despite falling ill several times not only is the hiv program not able to reach out to people like vishwas it has no strategy to handle the now popular trend of hyphen or chemsex it is the practice of group sex under the influence of drugs It is one way of mentally escaping the hurt and stigma and the loneliness that comes from living in a queerphobic society. In his 2017 article for BuzzFeed about experiencing high fun, Koshan Kamesh had written and I quote, I've always wondered why I even started doing drugs in the first place. For me, it was because it transported me to a world where stigma stereotyping typecasting abuse shame and bullying didn't exist i always felt better when i could lock myself in a room and get off on whatever substance was available but the sense of escape is short lived end quote It is this need for escape from a world that routinely neglects and traumatizes queer people which seems to fuel such risky behaviors since we don't have the support system yet in in India to support to uh, provide uh, social support family support to a queer individuals or a trans individuals so mostly the queer and trans people are very lonely this loneliness you know like this acute loneliness might uh, trigger some forms of uh, mental distress increasingly a lot of people are into high fun so what they do is like they uh, in like they organize a uh, a group sexual uh, you know like a group session that where number of people with would actually come to a place and and have sex with each other or in a group that's perfectly fine however most of them actually would be high on drugs right so what they do is so so when you're high on drugs i'm not very sure whether you you know like understand the uh, safety uh, measure that you know like uh, uh, somebody else might want to take while having sexual practices with 
unknown individual that one so there the concept of safer sexual practices is kind of missing when you're talking about like meeting people to grinder meeting random people to uh, grinder or when i'm talking about this group session the high fun session Today, most people know that unprotected sex or drug use can be harmful in the long run. But that doesn't usually stop people from engaging in them. I spoke to a person who engaged in high fun and is HIV positive for my research for this episode. Ultimately, they said that that part of their life is so traumatic and full of shame that they cannot speak about it. NACO conducts integrated biological and behavioral surveillance data to understand the behavior patterns of different high-risk HIV groups, as well as evaluate their interventions. As per the survey, about more than 11% of the category men having sex with men that were studied in the survey were consuming oral or injectable drugs. One in three men having sex with men were substance users. This includes alcohol too, with a significantly higher HIV prevalence, although most were aware about HIV. NACO deploys harm reduction strategies for the intravenous drug users category. This includes giving clean needles and medical care, including HIV treatment. It also includes opiate replacement therapy, which gives addicts a legal dose of opiate which in turn helps them focus on building their lives rather than worrying about the next dose. Many HIV activists have called for an integrated program that focuses on queer people who use drugs. The two programs for drug users and for the queer community currently work separately. The intersections between different kinds of people at risk is not acknowledged. This is Feroz speaking about the same. I still say we need to have one comprehensive intervention which uh, can include the sexual aspect of infection which also can cover by the behavior or lifestyle issue for example using drugs or maybe or we also now seeing uh, women who are into sex work they are also using drugs by the like their part or their client and uh, they are also using it so they are also at a risk we also need to consider because a lot of uh, uh, gay men who are by the society pressure or, or, or because of stigma or maybe they have not identified them that uh, they are into dilemma or confusion. They got married. So their female partner is still there. They are also at risk. So we also need to cover them for HIV intervention. So we need a holistic approach. So this approach can uh, cater the different need of the community. If you see a cure community, so we have a two separate intervention. One is the uh, gay man or like I would say an SM man having sex with men intervention for preventing uh, HIV uh, from them. The second intervention we have with the transgender community. But if you see the LGBT, the, still we have a lot of spectrum to be covered. Bisexual people mostly are not covered under any intervention. And secondly also, if you look at the intersectionality, we are only uh, covering, uh, we are only covering uh, them 
through the sexual mode uh, maybe i'm i'm only talking about if the if the gay person is having sex with another person so we are only uh, giving them coverage to these community but not to their partners obhinambu mentioned that if the growing queer porn content we are seeing in india would follow safe sex practices that would help increase awareness too When he was younger at the age of 10 Vishwas had begun attending English and computer classes at Kutum Foundation an NGO based in Delhi gradually he joined its theater program alongside these activities the NGO would conduct sex education workshops with these children that is how he first learned about HIV and at the age of 14 went and got tested by himself on being detected positive vishwas left school and was miserable a couple years later someone from the ngo tracked him down after taking him for his treatment they also convinced him to work at the ngo for others like him gradually as he was surrounded by people like himself and could also contribute by helping them he regained his enthusiasm for life It helped that the Supreme Court decriminalized consensual queer relations in 2018. उन्होंने मेरे को एक अपॉर्चुनिटी दी कि उनका बिहान करने से कुछ सेंटेंस था पार्टनर के स्टार्ट वर्क किया। तो मैं ऐसे चला गया कि चलो कर लेते हैं क्या होगा थोड़ा नॉलेज मिल जाएगा। तो फिर मैंने उनके साथ काम स्टार्ट करा। फिर काम जब मैंने एसीसीएसी में काम करने बहुत अच्छे अच्छे लोग मिले बहुत बुरे लोग भी मिले लोगों से कांटेक्ट होते गए लोगों से मिलता रहा तो देखा कि लाइक मेरे जैसे और भी लोग हैं सिमिलर एज के भी लोग हैं मतलब सिमिलर क्या मुझसे बहुत छोटे भी बच्चे हैं सो उनको देख के ना और एक वो आ गया कि लाइक यार अगर ये लोग सर्वाइव कर रहे हैं अच्छे से रह रहे हैं सो मैं क्यों नहीं मतलब बहुत सारे उतार चढ़ाव आते रहे बट कभी भी मैंने ये चीज नहीं सोचा कि लाइक आर मै डिफरेंट मतलब मतलब मैंने अपनी वीकनेस को अपने स्ट्रेंथ बनाया था मुझे Practicing safe sex is not just about knowing how to protect yourself. It is also about wanting to protect yourself. Seeing yourself as a person who deserves safety and protection. Seeing that your life matters. This does not happen in a society where from a young age your peers and your family reject you for being quote unquote different. where the state that is supposed to protect all its citizens overlooks you it is with community care and social support that queer people learn not only how to protect themselves but that their life is worth protecting 
Thank you for listening to this episode. You can now listen to all our episodes on our Android and iPhone app. Download it now.